Good morning, good morning, everyone. Now I'm gonna check if you guys can hear me on Podbeam. Do you think they, they can hear me on Podbeam? Hang on, I'm wait. Yes, it's working today. Whoa! I changed my phone. Now I have to see if it's the phone or if if it's six inches in front of the phone, the problem. That's another story in itself. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Great to see you already on the podcast. Sylvie Lees, I didn't see Matthew yet. Usually pops up here. Good to see you guys. Yesterday, we covered number one of chapter eight, Keep Fighting for your dreams, the tenacity question, am I moving closer to my dreams? Number one of seven points was num to move closer to your dream. You must recognize that quitting is not about, you know, the situation, but more about who you are. And again, we asked the question, can you identify who you are by looking at your past? How many things did you start? How many things did you give up on? who you are. Quitting is who you are. Today, we're going to dive into the subject of to move closer to your dreams, you must improve your vocabulary. So please share, share, share. And this is what I would write as a question before sharing. Does your vocabulary level up so it helps you achieve your dreams? And then whammo, share. Personal profile, whammo, share. Team group page, VIP page, pro page, and you go on and on and on. But then you've got what you call your personal messengers. Yesterday, Marie-Pierre, I sent our live recipes that we did to my sister, but directly in her messenger. Because people have selective hearing, selective seeing on social media. You know what I'm talking about. And because the message was, again, um, Take your kitchen in control by cooking yourself. And lately, she's been a little bit on the side of buying already made foods, right, Melanie Miller? I wanted her to listen to that because I know it was um, incredibly uh, shared with the audience and the impact and how simple it is when you have the great tools. Now, she has the great tools. You just need the, the willpower to do it. So sometimes you're just going to share directly through a messenger. So who do you know that their vocabulary is always, yeah, but? Who do you know that the vocabulary is is always... Oh, that's for somebody else. Who do you know that the vocabulary always begins with? <sighs> okay. Who do you know? These people need to, you need to send this directly to them. Again, thank you for being here, everyone. Thank you again, Lise, Matthew, and everybody that takes the time to welcome the newbies and the regulars on Podbean on Zoom and on Facebook. And again, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday's subject, if you have not I think you've, there's two things we need to do with Jacqueline Stockley right now. You need to do two things. Listen to the podcast and then go over to the group, the millionaire to the diamonds. And that's where you want to complete the podcast with Jacqueline's documents. I'm telling you, this woman is a machine. Marie-Pierre, this woman is a machine. So there's full of documents yesterday from Marie-Pierre. I have 11. Look, guys, I, I'll print it out. Be intentional or do like Marie-Pierre, uh, put them in your computer in a very neat manner because otherwise you can't find them anymore. Anybody done that before? <clears throat> Melanie Miller? 
you know, we keep putting them in, in, in dossiers, right? And files and files. Which file was it again? I love printing. I love printing, guys. Maybe you call me old fashioned, but I love printing. So today, Melanie Miller will cover the difference between can't and can, and she will tell you it has nothing to do with a PhD or my mother, Melanie Miller, that had not even a first grade degree, right? It's a choice, a choice we'll make, and she'll share with you how, as an individual, she has evolved over the ages. Marie-Pierre, I just absolutely love what you're going to be doing, the how, the how. And my 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 takeaway was really the elastic. She's gonna be talking about the elastic on the wrist. It's something I had learned way back when I had followed the, the millionaire mind with uh, uh, Harv. When he came to Montreal, he had said, go get a broccoli elastic, put it around your wrist. And every time you think negatively, just snap it. Ooh, a broccoli elastic hurts. And if you tell me you don't have a broccoli elastic, go in the grocery store, start whistling, pull it out of the broccoli and put it on your wrist. Nobody will notice. Nobody will notice. Okay. Uh, now I know that improving your vocabulary is key when it comes to achieving your dreams. And my take on it is first, it's going to help you communicate your ability to communicate your thoughts and ideas visually, mathematically, emotionally is crucial in achieving your dreams. We already covered that in a in, 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 in another part of the book, okay? There can't be any doubt in your words. Improving your vocabulary will help you articulate your ideas more effectively, allowing you to communicate your why, your mission, your vision, and goals with clarity and confidence. So yes, there's a podcast, but then you've got to read books. Uh, being part of a multi-level marketing business. How many times have you used with your family something we said in one of our meetings? Raise your hands, the ones on Zoom. Raise your hands. Okay, Monique, no? Maybe? Okay, yeah? Okay, good, good, good. Number two, learning. More vocabulary you have, the easier it is for you to learn. To achieve our dreams, it requires learning, unlearning, rinsing, repeating, learning, unlearning, rinse, repeating, learning new skills, knowledge, or techniques. Melanie Miller right now is learning one stream. She is learning... Um, uh, be live. I mean, this is a lot of learning. Having a strong vocabulary does help you understand and retain information much more easily. Right or right, guys, right or right. So, you know, this is also important. Number three, networking, doing your lives, having a followers, building a network of people and a strong social media followers who can help you achieve your goals is important and having a strong vocabulary to articulate, to communicate, to connect with people more effectively is very important. But it's the words you choose. It's the words you choose. So some people say to me, yeah, I did the live exactly like Melanie Miller, but I didn't get her results. Well, go listen. There's a lot of leveling down vocabulary. Melanie will explain in a few minutes, okay? It's your words. So I'm going to do something exactly like you, but I'm not going to get the same result because of those little apostrophes between can and can't, you know? Melanie's going to cover that. And number four, confidence. A leveling up vocabulary, okay, helps boost your confidence. You will feel more confident expressing yourself, presenting your ideas to others, which is crucial to achieving your dreams. Yes, vocabulary is key. So what is a vocabulary that we must use? And what is a vocabulary that we have to be conscious that we've got to eliminate? And for that, I leave you in the hands of Dr. Melanie Miller.
Okay, good morning, everybody. I've only been doing this podcast for over a year and <laughs> trying to remember which button to press. So this morning, um, I was very happy to um, look at this section, which is all about moving closer to your dream and improving your vocabulary. And anybody that knows me will know I love vocabulary, right? But that doesn't mean that I necessarily use it correctly all of the time. John Maxwell tells us that in the 1970s, he was having a lot of difficulty with his leadership. Months went by and he was not able to improve his leadership and he felt like giving up. And so, but you know, there's one thing about John, which I share with him is that I am not a quitter and neither was John a quitter. And he even looked up the word quit in the dictionary and he ended up cutting it out of the dictionary with his scissors because he didn't want to see it there. And so um, he, what, what happened when he cut it out is it didn't actually help the situation he was in, but it certainly firmed up his resolve. So if you want to achieve your dream, you need to pay attention to what you say. And the French um, novelist, Emile de Girardin, she said, no, he said, the power of words is immense. Well-chosen words have stopped armies, changed defeat into victory, and saved empires. And, you know, words have the power to move you from where your dream is to where it can be. And it can move you in either direction. It can either move you closer to your dream or it can move you further away, depending on the words that you use. So I'm going to give you a list now of some comparisons between people who have a can't do attitude and people who have a can do attitude. And so uh, listen to some of these and ask yourself as I'm going through them, do I do that? Because sometimes we're not even aware that we're doing it. So can't, we've never done it before. Can do, we have the opportunity to be first. Can't, we don't have the resources. Can do, necessity fuels invention. Can't, there's not enough time. Can do, we'll change how we work. Can't, we already tried that. Can, we learned from the experience. Can't, it's a waste of time. Can, think of the possibilities. Can't, we don't have the expertise. Can, let's network with those who do. Can't, our vendors won't go for it. Can, let's show, let's show them the opportunities. Can't, we're understaffed. Can, we're a lean, hungry team. Can't, we don't have enough money. Can, maybe there's something we can cut. Can't, we don't have the equipment. Can, maybe we can sub it out.
can't. It'll never get any better. Can. We'll try one more time. Can't. Let somebody else deal with it. Can. I'm ready to learn something new. Can't. It's too radical. Can. Let's take a chance. Can't. Our customers won't buy it. Can. They love it when they understand it. Can't. It's not my job. Can. I'll be glad to take the responsibility. Can't. I can't. Can. Yes, I can. And I'm laughing because as I'm reading through the list, I am seeing so many, not necessary things that I say now, but things that I've said in the past. And um, I, I, real, I, I think the, the one uh, saving grace that I've always had is that, you know, when I am in a I can't situation, what I do is I always get myself into action. So what I say is, okay, I can't do that, but I know I can fold the laundry. So I go and do something that I positively know that I can do. And then that helps me to uh, get into a more positive frame of mind. But also uh, the other thing is that I practice speaking positive language. So there are two things that I used to say all the time. And now when I say them, I automatically catch myself. And one of those is, um, if we manage to do this, and now I will always say when we manage to do this, and the other, the other two words I used to use a lot are, um, oh, I'm going to give it a try. And now I say, oh, I'm going to do that and we'll see where it goes. So or I'm just going to do it, right? So what it does is it changes your mindset from somebody who gives themselves permission to fail. Because basically, that's what a lot of can't things are doing. It's not that they perhaps believe that they can't, but they're giving themselves permission to fail. You cannot give yourself permission to fail. You need to give yourself permission to succeed. And to succeed means you have to have positive language. So uh, I, I will automatically correct myself these days when I find that I'm speaking in a negative way. And it doesn't matter how talented you are, how educated you are, how rich you are. If you, if you hear yourself speaking out loud words in the can't category, you will still not succeed. And it doesn't matter if you were born into a family with nothing, that you never managed to have education. If you have a mindset of positive words, of positive language, you will be able to achieve anything. So um, saying you believe in yourself will not guarantee your success, but saying you do not believe in yourself will guarantee you failure. So Bill Boeing, who was um, the one of the founders of Boeing Aircraft. In 1916, he said something 
which was memorialized on a plaque at the old Boeing headquarters. And this is what he said. It behoves no one to dismiss my any novel idea with the statement that it can't be done. Our job is to keep everlastingly at research and experiment to adapt our laboratories to production as soon as practicable, to let no improvement in flying and flying equipment pass us by. So that um, attitude has kept Boeing alive still today as one of the uh, leading manufacturers in aircraft. So if you want to be a leading person in your field, you have to have a can-do attitude. And to help you achieve a can-do attitude, I'm passing you over to Mary Pierre. Yes, thank you, Mary. So yes, we understand the importance of our vocabulary because whether it's in your head or it's spoken out loud, your vocabulary has the power to build you up or tear you down. So I found for you 10 uh, tips for your transformational vocabulary. So how can your words can change your life? So number one is check yourself. So become conscious the moment you use an habitual phrase to describe your unhappy or distressing feeling. So begin to notice what labels you put on things. And if you say something like, I'm so worried about this, stop yourself and notice that worry might be a too strong word. So words have a biochemical effect on the body. So the minute you use an old word like devastated, you're going to produce a very different biochemical effect that if you say, I'm a bit disappointed. So monitor your language and make sure your language isn't exaggerating in the intensity of the negative emotion. Number two is list three negative words. So come up with three negative words that you use on a regular basis that intensify the negative feeling or emotion in your body. So they could be terms like, I am an idiot, why am I so stupid, or I look old. So come up with new words <laughs> that will lower the intensity of those negative emotions. So how would you feel if instead of idiot, you say you weren't fully present? <laughs> or even if instead of saying you look old, you say you look amazing, even with everything life has brought your way. Number three is list three positive words. So how do you normally reply when someone say, how is it going? So go and go in the comments and write. If I ask you, how is it going? You probably say, oh, good, good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but instead of responding uh, things that are all right, replace it with incredible, outrageous, spectacular. <laughs> Go with the big emotions. So what's a positive phrase that uh, if you really thought about your whole life, uh, you could uh, say uh, on currently. Number four is replace dreaded words. So words can evoke feeling of dread of obligation. On the other hand, they can also inspire and motivate with energy. So terms like should, must, and have to can be changed to could, get to, and choose to. So for example, I get to do the laundry today. So I resolve it within yourself by understanding that it means clean clothes in your closet and that you get to wear and feel good. Number five is the metaphor that empower. 
metaphor or symbol for life's journey. So our, the metaphor that used are empowering. So many metaphors carry implicit limiting belief, even those that don't appear to be disempowering on the surface. So their meaning may also depend on your interpretation though. So this will reveal how you are choosing to approach your life. For example, life is a roller coaster. Up one minute, down the next. Versus life is an interesting journey. So come up with your own metaphors that are true for you. Number six, it's expand your vocabulary. So aim to expand your vocabulary. Since the words you use shape your experience, having a limited vocabulary to describe your feeling will narrow the scope and richness of your emotion and life. So expanding your vocabulary will expand your ability to feel and express emotion as well as your world. So in fact, in one study in the, of prison inmate noted that people often express their pain through physical violence because they lack the vocabulary to describe their emotion. So expand your vocabulary. Number seven, change your words to change your interaction. So being mindful of what you say when you're when speaking to others can make your interaction more positive and more productive. So imagine you run into a problem at home and approach your spouse to come up with a solution. If you start by saying, I'm worried about this, your spouse is more likely to have a high emotional response and may even get defensive. So this could be counterproductive to finding a resolution. So by contrast, the moment you say, I'm a little bit concerned about this and want to talk about how we can fix it. Bring down your emotional intensity and allow your spouse to relax, react from a position of empowerment, which helps you both to reach a resolution. Number eight, eliminate the word just. So using the word just is akin to asking someone for permission, especially when you're asking a person for something you will require from them. So you may be inclined to call someone and say, Oh, I'm just following up to see if you had the chance to complete the report I asked you for. Instead, say, I'm following up on the report I asked you for. <laughs> so using the word just is equivalent to a shy knock on the door. Ooh, you remember when we do door to door? Oh, yes, yes, I knock. I didn't touch the door. <laughs> so eliminate, eliminating the word just is more empowering and makes you appear less uncertain and more confident in yourself. Number nine is daily mantra. So daily mantra using a transformational vocabulary offer powerful biochemical trigger or anchor to the human nervous system. So mantra like you have achieved so much in your life. You can achieve your goal in the ways that are best for you. There's a potential I may not be aware of, yet I know it will uh, express itself. And number 10 is accountability buddies. So pick two key people in your life, a close friend and ideally someone you respect that you would not want to disappoint. So explain to them your commitment to replace two or three key words in your vocabulary and give them permission that if they hear you speaking in all patterns, to ask you if that's really the way you want to explain how you feel. So if you're committed, a simple reminder will get you to catch yourself and lower the intensity immediately. And yes, maybe you say, oh, I don't know exactly who I can pick. You can pick yourself. 
because yes, you can be your own accountability buddy with an elastic around your wrist. So when you say something negative or a word that you want to change, just snap the elastic and I'm sure you will remember <laughs> the pain you feel when you uh, snap the elastic. And uh, when you were talking, Maria, I said, oh, maybe we can have elastic with change your word, change your thought, change your life. So I, I already asked for a quote. A quote. <laughs> I was so excited. Yes, I want, instead of going to the grocery, looking for broccoli and saying, oh, this one is, will fit on my wrist, we'll have some. I know we will find it. <laughs> We can, we can have it on our boutique, Lydia Ma. We're going to create a, a boutique. Oh, sorry. Okay. Go for the clothes. I love it. That's it. You're done. Okay. <laughs> I thought there was a continuation here. I love it. I love it. And you know, it's funny you say that, Maripia, because I believe that the millionaire of the diamond should have its own section of... Uh, memorabilia I don't know what to call it there but things you can get like a notebook with you know typical sayings we hear at the millionaire of the uh, uh, uh the millionaire of the diamond podcast notebooks pens like something specific like the elastics right anything we say that oh I should get that why go somewhere else we should have it in our own uh, link link here and go get what you need to level up I love it I love it so in conclusion my friends uh, what I want to share with you, the power of words cannot be underestimated. So if you're leaning in, hey Monique, if you're leaning in and you're taking something down as a note, don't underestimate the power of words. Um, you know, people like Martin Luther King, his 17-minute speech, go listen to it. Understand the power of, of the words he used in the last speech just before he got killed. Listen to um, Kennedy, that speech he gave, even him just before he got killed, when he said, I see us going to the moon. And he was talking about materials not even invented. Words are so powerful. Our choice of words, the tone, what I want to underline today is also the tone in which we communicate and how we communicate our ideas will impact our ability to achieve our dreams. So a lot of times people say, my lives are, are, are not catching. Well, no, because your tone is not there. Your voice is, is yelling, you're screeching, like just me opening the sound. I went, oh no, and I put it off. Like there's so many little details. It is important to pay attention to what we say and how we say it, because this will influence how others perceive us and determine the level of support we receive from those around us. So we listen to your own lives. And even, even if we possess talent, even if we possess the resources, even if we, we are great, we have great strategies to achieving something, if we are unable to effectively communicate our ideas, inspire others, we will find it difficult to make progress towards our goals and dreams. Always strive to improve our vocabulary, refining continuously our communication skills by re-listening to everything we've said. You think I haven't re-listened to the first podcast and I said, oh my God, this is horrible. So to be better, you have to re-listen. You did a live recipe. Go re-listen. How was your communication skill? How was your tone? How was your energy? How was your rhythm of the information being said? Like all of this. And then go look at somebody else's live recipe and that had much more 
reached in yours and look at how was the energy, how was the tone, how was the vocabulary, how was the rhythm of delivery. And this is how I learned when I began. I was following Elaine Jalbert. She actually said to me, stop breathing my oxygen. But what I was looking at was not really what she was saying, but the tone in which she was saying, the rhythm in which she was delivering the information, the, you know, the, the unsaid, I was watching the unsaid, her facial expressions. So before we sign off today, I just want to take a moment to thank each and every one of you for being part of our podcast today. Why? And I want you to know how your contribution and sharing and commenting are valuable to the growth of the Millionaire of the Diamonds. We cannot grow this podcast the way we have grown it with over 50,000 downloads if it wasn't thanks to this incredible team right now. We appreciate your time and effort uh, that you take and that you took this morning to be at the podcast. And as, as we head into the weekend, I hope you will have a wonderful, restful time with your loved ones. But most importantly, take the time to reflect on your dreams with your loved one. Take the time um, to hear how you're communicating these dreams with your own loved ones and, and go get their feedback, okay? Once again, thank you. And I hope to see you on Monday with Sabrina and Jean-Philippe. Thank you, everyone. Yes, happy St. Patrick's Day. Thank you, Beth. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Bye-bye, everyone.